Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms. Perk up your ears and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of the Jeff Bezos test. Would you make a good detective? Hi, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. My friends, today I'm going to give you what I have just developed today, and I call it the Jeff Bezos test. This is a test to see if you would make a good detective. As a matter of fact, it will tell you more than that. It will tell you whether you're at least a bit street smart and you, and you know people and you have an idea of what's going on or whether you're a total fool. This test will almost certainly give you that result. But that's a good thing to know, right? If I'm, if I am a total fool, I'd sure like to, to know it, right? Some of you probably think I am. <laughs> well, here's a test. I've taken it myself already. And to take this test, all you have to do is read a certain article. And you won't even have to read it because I'm going to read you the main things in this article. And then I'm going to give you a multiple choice test. Don't worry. You only have to choose once. It's only one set. I'll give you four options. And you just say, you know, A, B, C, or D. Ready for this one? Okay. Now, you know Jeff Bezos. Well, I'll read. I have a uh, tech post, iTech post. Well, you can find it on many sites. But there was some event the other day. Uh, let's see here. What was the name of the events? Yes, he's the Blue Origin founder, Jeff Bezos, the head of Amazon, of course, right? The, the name of the article is, and this is a science article, Jeff Bezos Space Prediction. Blue Origin founder sees humans being born in space, Earth becoming a tourist attraction. Okay, I read you from this article. On November 10th, Jeff Bezos discussed his vision of Earth being a tourist attraction of sorts for humans. He also explained Blue Origins, that's some new company of his, goal to send millions of people to work in space. Wow, this sounds kind of Star Trek-y, doesn't it? Uh, you getting intrigued here? Now, I continue with the article. Bezos is popularly known as the founder of Amazon. He is also recognized as the CEO of the self-funded aerospace manufacturer and suborbital space flight services company, Blue Origin. Apparently, Bezos has prepared a lot of major projects for his company. Oh, yes, I'm sure he has. In the interview per Wyon, whatever Wyon is, it has a link to it, I don't know. What is Wyon News? Bezos said that, I quote Jeff Bezos, this place, Earth, is special. We can't ruin it. Well, all of you who are concerned about global warming, I'm sorry, climate change, uh, you've been worrying about that for years now. This place, as Bezos says, is special. We can't ruin it. Then the article says, unfortunately, with the humans growing in population, Bezos believes that a new lifestyle should take place. Well, if you've listened to my podcast episode, one of the first I did, I forget the number, but look it up. Uh, I did one on overpopulation. You listen to that. You get a lot more insight on that topic. But it says here, unfortunately, with the humans growing in population, Bezos believes that a new lifestyle should take place. Bezos quote again, 
this Earth can support, let's say, 10 billion people to a certain degree. We'd have to work really hard to figure out how to do that without degrading the planet. The solar system can support a trillion people. Wow, big difference between 10 billion and a trillion, right? I say now. And he says the Earth can support 10 billion people. How many in the world now? Almost 8 billion, right? How many were in the world in 1946? If you listen to my podcast episode, the previous one that I did a few months ago, you know, in 1946, there were about 2.6 billion people in the world. That was 75 years ago. 75 years later, the population has tripled on our beloved Earth. It has tripled. So now there are 8 billion people. Bezos says the Earth can support, let's say, 10 billion to a certain degree, using his words. We'd have to work really hard to figure out how to do that, even 10 billion, without degrading the planet. And of course, he's one of the people who wants a, a clean Earth, clean planet. Well, who doesn't really, right? So he's saying that at 10 billion people, oh, it's going to be really hard, even for geniuses like him and all the scientists working for him, either directly on his payroll or the one he's paying under the table to do the things he says they should do. I just thought I'd throw that in there for your perusal. He's saying that it, even with only 10 billion people, only 2 billion more, which we should reach in, it won't be too long, right? If the world population triples again in 75 years, then we'll be going from 8 billion to 24 billion. So 10 billion mark, well, that's not that many years away. What, give it 10 years, 15, 20 years, right? So let's say, let's be optimistic. Let's say it takes 20 years. So only 20 years down the road, the earth, only, or the people, let's see, well, the earth, he says, can only support 10 billion people to a certain degree. We'd have to work really hard, he says, to figure out how to do that without degrading the planet. Because that's the last thing you want to do. If you think like he does, like many today, the last thing you want to do is degrade the planet. People don't matter too much. It's the planet we have to worry about. But he says then, giving us hope, the solar system can support a trillion people. Wow. So it goes on in the article. It says, excuse me if I laugh every once in a while, but this is a, ser this is a serious article here. Bezos really did say these things. I saw it in different sources. Bezos said, quoting the article now, that a natural solution is to move out of Earth. Well, of course, you saw Star Trek in those shows where humans en masse just go to some other planet to live, right? By then, space might offer a few opportunities for people. Interesting, the wording, a few opportunities for people. Here in the Earth, how many opportunities do you have? Like, you know, you just got out of high school, college. How many opportunities have? A, a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand? Well, if you go to space, you might have a few opportunities, right? Because we're just people. <laughs> Bezos said that his company, Blue Origin, aims to make sure that millions of people could work and be born into space. You notice he doesn't say, <laughs> or it doesn't say, well, I guess he, Bezos, said that his company, Blue Origin, aims to make sure that millions of people could work and be born into space. Not that they're going to force you to go into space, but they're going to make sure you can work and, and that you can be born and somebody can be born in space. These citizens might eventually recognize space as their first home. Although Bezos, Bezos did not elaborate how the solar system would support these trillion people, he said that most people would live their life in space in the future. 
By then, people will reside in colonies, a location that features its own rivers and forests and wildlife. Doesn't that sound pleasantly green? Oh, doesn't that sound nice? Bezos appeared to be certain about the space expansion. He cited many space explorations that contributed to this incoming migration. Quote of Bezos, the hard part is not space travel. That part was solved in the 1960s. Not reusability. The space shuttle sort of did that. The hard part is operational reusability. It requires practice to get it right. With the shift of humanity's lifestyle to outer space, I continue in the article, Earth will then be left to the hands of a selected few. I wonder where Bezos is going to be living. Will he, let me give here's first another little test. Will he be living with the planet Pluto? Oh, sorry, the dwarf planet Pluto, or in Neptune, or in Uranus, or in Saturn, or in Jupiter, or in Mars, or in Mercury, or in Venus, or maybe on the moon? Or, or will he be one of the selected few? Because it says the earth will be left to the hands of a selected few. You know what I would bet if I had $1,000 now to bet? I bet I'd give you even good odds that he plans to be one of those selected few. <laughs> How do I know that? Well, the truth is, this test I'm about to give you, I really don't need that test. I would have passed that with flying colors at the age of 10. But the way I hear some people talk today, they really do need it. So please listen on here. So the, hand, the Earth is in the hands of a selected few at some time in the future. And remember, he said, at 10 billion people, who things are getting really difficult. In other words, like 15, 20 years down the road, oh, wow, we better get it solved by then. So these are plans that, that most of you are going to see realized if he gets his way. Watch out. So I continue in the article. This way, Earth might be properly maintained regulated and taken care of, you know, with the selected few here taking care of it, sort of like park rangers in this beautiful park, Earth. Bezos emphasized Earth as an important resource, well, yeah, I say, which will remain essential even after space expansion. According to Wyon, Bezos seemed hesitant about answering who stays on Earth. Oh, I wonder why. Could it be that my suspicions were correct that, well, it's going to be me and my family and Bill Gates and his family and, uh, Maybe the Rothschilds and, and, the, and the Vanderbilts and these and, and all the people that did our work at CNN, et cetera, et cetera, the ones we promised, and well, we'll see about them. Uh, all the other billionaires, could, could maybe there'd be the ones, well, he seemed hesitant about answering who stays on earth. <laughs> but eventually volunteered his company as earth ambassadors in the future. So his company, well, yeah, they're going to stay here. They're going to be the earth ambassadors. And he said that people from space may visit Earth the way you would visit Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> Sorry for laughing, but he really said these things, folks. Bezos introduced a very unique vision for the future of Earth and humanity. However, the article continues, his idea might also spark a few arguments and controversy. That's the end of the article. That's actually the end of this article. However, his idea might also spark a few arguments and controversy. You know, I don't know if we have to send people into space because I'm convinced that maybe most people are already living on some other planet. When I think that this is an, a serious article written in this, what is it, one tech post? It looks like our iTech post. Yeah, I guess it's iTech post. It's a science article, and this is the way they write this article. 
That's the final sentence. Bezos introduced a very unique vision. Well, first of all, there is no such thing as very unique. There's no such thing as uh, extremely unique. There's unique and there's non-unique. I know people use that word incorrectly. Well, your idea is more unique than mine. No, unique is unique. So it would be nice if people who write articles, you know, like uh, journalists would, would know the true meanings of words, but we left those times many decades ago, apparently. Bezos introduced a very unique vision for the future of Earth and humanity. Doesn't unique sound like a nice word? However, his idea might also spark a few arguments and controversy. Well, let's go here. And, you know, some people believe in guardian angels or guiding spirits. Right? You know, I've come to believe over time that I have a guiding spirit and his name is Voltaire. <laughs> Look him up if you don't know who I mean, the French philosopher, 18th century because I'm going to lay some Voltairean stuff on you now. I could add Rabelais, another Frenchman who was also extremely sarcastic, but got even more brutal along the way. Uh, they say might spark a few arguments and controversy. Well, here you have it, people. Here you have it. You're at the right address for those arguments and controversy. So are you ready for the test now? After you hear that article? You were listening, I hope, right? Bezos, again, this place, Earth is special. We can't ruin it. And the, this Earth can support, let's say, 10 billion people. We're at eight now, right? Can support 10 billion to a certain degree. And I was like 15, 20 years down the road, we can't support that anymore. We'd have to work really hard to figure out how to do that without degrading the planet. So his idea is to send, he says, millions, but of course, we... <laughs> The 10 billion, I'm talking about billions, right? So he's planning to send billions of people into space. Okay, I will give you the test first. And all you have to do is select A, B, C, or D. And I'll read each one twice, right? I'll read the list and I'll read it again. And you tell me whether your answer is A, B, C, or D. And based on this, we'll be able to tell whether you know human nature and you're very perceptive, perceptive. you know people, or at the worst, if you fail, you're a total fool. Ready for this? Okay. It's multiple choice. Option A. Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly what plans he and other future shapers have for the future of humanity. And it seems like a pretty good plan to me. You got that? Is that what you would say? A. Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly what plans he and other future shapers have for the future of humanity. And it seems like a pretty good plan to me. Okay, B. Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly his plan, but I think it might not work out. That's B, right? He's telling us honestly his plan, but I think it might not work out. C. Jeff Bezos is not telling us the truth. In reality, he has a very different plan for us. Yeah, C. Jeff Bezos is not telling us the truth. In reality, he has a very different plan for us. And D. Jeff Bezos and his kind should be monitored very closely, for it seems probable that they are up to no good. That's D. Jeff Bezos and his kind should be monitored very closely, for it seems probable that they are up to no good. Now, I hope you put your thinking cap on. Oh, no cheating. Don't look at the answer of that person sitting next to you taking the test. We don't want any of that. Uh, I think I cheated in all my school years once, and I felt so bad about it. I felt so dumb about it. It wasn't really a conscience in the sense of, oh, you know, I was, went to a Catholic school that God's going to punish me, nothing like that. But I just thought, damn, 
what sense does that make? I'm given the teacher answers that aren't even my answers, you know, so I think I only did it once. And generally, yes, I did pass my test. <laughs> Not always, though. Who dies all the time? Well, Linda, a little kid in our grade school class. I think she never failed a test in her entire life. Nice kid, though. Don't know what became of her. She might have actually gotten somewhere in life, <laughs> as opposed to most people in my class. But anyway, <laughs> including myself there, you know, what does it mean to go somewhere? I don't know. Uh, okay. Once again, you have your thinking cap on. I'm going to read these just once, A, B, C, and D. And you just mark down or remember A, B, C, or D. Mark it down better because then you can't lie and say, well, I, I really, that was really my choice. No, you mark it down. A, once again. Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly what plans he and other future shapers have for the future of humanity. And it seems like a pretty good plan to me. Mark down A if, if you agree with that statement. B. Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly his plan, but I think it might not work out. Write down B if you agree with that statement. C. Jeff Bezos is not telling us the truth. In reality, he has a very different plan for us. Write down C if that's your answer. And D, you will write down if you think Jeff Bezos and his kind should be monitored very closely, for it seems probable that they're up to no good. So have you written down your answer, my friends? Okay. Well, let me tell you this. Are you ready for the results now? If you wrote down A, you are a total fool. And you have failed this test. Don't ever become a detective or try to become a detective. They wouldn't let you in any way. <laughs> they just, just have to show them your result and this test will say, get out of here. Because if you, if you think that he's honestly telling us what plans he and other future shapers have for future humanity, it seems like a good plan to you. You're a total fool. Now, I assume that nobody that listened to this wrote down A. I assume that nobody did. I hope, if so, uh, don't despair if you really put down A. I just called you a total fool, but do not despair. You just keep listening to my podcast episodes, and I will, I will pull you out of your foolishness and wake you up, and do so hopefully lovingly, or not too abruptly. Sometimes it will have to be abrupt, you know, like sometimes the parents have to spank the kid just so it gets the message, you know, kind of like that. No, I'm not going to hit you. Don't go to the cops and tell them I, I threatened to hit you. I'm not going to hit you. But you, you might be in for an abrupt awakening. But just keep listening to my podcast and you won't be so foolish in the future. If you wrote down B, Jeff Bezos is telling us honestly his plan, but I think it might not work out. Well, you get a 60%. You're in the border of failing, I have to say. You really have to do better. C, Jeff Bezos is not telling the truth. In reality, he has a different plan for us. Congratulations, because you got like between 85 and 90%. And D, Jeff Bezos and his kind should be monitored very closely, for it seems probable that they're up to no good. Congratulations, you got 100%. You're right on the mark. And yes, you could possibly be a good detective. Good detectives need other qualities as well, of course. But you're on a good path here. Because anybody who reads this article, anyone, and I'll include the journalist who wrote the thing, and if their only conclusion is, <laughs> and I have to laugh again when I read this, <laughs> Bezos introduced a very unique vision for the future of Earth and humanity. However, his idea might also spark a few arguments and controversy. Not that the journalist has, has any controversy to present, but it might also spark a few. This journalist 
failed the test. I hope that journalist never tries to become a detective because the journalist is a fool, very obviously. Now we're going to go over all these things again. Okay. Especially if you answered A or B. In other words, he's telling us honestly what the plan is. <laughs> and it seems like a pretty good plan to you. Well, just the fact that it said that he wasn't so open about who's going to stay on Earth. Apparently, he's not so totally honest about it, but it's very obvious that he's going to be one of them, right? He and his kind, right? But it seems like a pretty good plan to you. If, if you think that, or if you think, well, uh, he's telling us a plan, but it might not work out. Okay, people. Okay, people. Let's think of this. I mean, it's so, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous that, that he's saying stuff like this and that people don't start stoning him to death. That's what I just don't understand. That they don't start either laughing at him or, you know, tarring and feathering him. I, I don't, I really don't understand it. Because let's think about this just a little bit. Now let's start to think a bit like a detective. Of course, if your name is Lieutenant Colombo, I hope you didn't waste time on this test anyway, because, I mean, you would pass this test right away, obviously, right? Remember the Columbo series, very good show. He could think straight. <laughs> he could see what's going on with people, right? So the plan you think it might not work out. Well, let's look at this plan. Okay, there are 8 billion people in the world now, and soon they're going to be 10 billion. And Jeff Bezos is convinced, Jeff Bezos, who's not you and me, right? He's not just a normal person. He has more money than anybody in the world. He can do whatever he wants. And he's in league with all these other super billionaires. Uh, yeah, they can shape the, the future of the world. As a matter of fact, <laughs> they're already doing it. And so he's suggesting here, you know, really, think about this. He's suggesting here, well, before we hit 10 billion, this is before like you know, 20 years goes by or whatever. I didn't do the exact calculations. If the world population is going to triple again, they might say, well, no, it's not going to triple again. Well, despite the fact that we had birth control starting in the 60s, more and more, it still tripled between 1946 and, and 2021. So why shouldn't it triple now? Maybe in your country it's not, because in all the very civilized countries, I mean, the most developed countries, I should say, European countries, Japan, America, I don't know about America, no, because immigration population is going up. In other countries, the native population is going down. Of course, more and more immigrants have been allowed into Europe, and their pop they, they multiply much more quickly, right? So the population is going to go up in those countries, too. But look at India. It has over a billion people now, China, 1.4 billion people. And altogether, there are almost 8 billion people. It's three times or more, maybe three, a little more times, the people in in one lifetime. So if we assume, even if we assume it's going to take 100 years to triple again, how long is it going to take until it doesn't have 24 billion, but just 10 billion, just 2 billion more? And that's not going to be too long. We're looking at the most probably 20 years down the road. And he's saying here, Jeff Bezos, that by then it's going to be difficult. We have to really think to solve this problem. So before that, he's telling us he's going to send us into space. I mean, you think about this. You think about this. <laughs> I mean, once again, his words, this place, Earth, is special. We can't ruin it. This Earth can support, let's say, 10 billion people to a certain degree. We'd have to work really hard to figure out how to do that without degrading the planet. But the solar system can support a trillion people. So, uh, okay, now let's think, how is this going to work? Let me ask you this. 
Let me put it very bluntly. For you sensitive souls, I hope you're sitting down. For, I mean, some people can't take too much, right? It's like that uh, Kinsinger, that, that was in that guy in the, the Congress, when he was recalling the danger of the 6th of January, he started crying in front of Congress. I don't want to use the word that I would use among my, say, ex-military friends. I was never a military, but I have some good friends that, that were. But I won't use the word. <laughs> but let's say, how, how much of a, of a wimp, I'll use that word, do you have to be? When recalling something, okay, a dangerous situation. It happened like six months ago and you start crying in front of Congress. I can tell you about situations I was in danger. I mean, you know, my life was in danger. And I didn't even cry immediately afterwards. So I'm not going to cry six months later telling you, you know, what the devil. But there's some people that have been so softened. If the Chinese do end up ruling the world because of that, because at least, you know, <laughs> they haven't become softened to that point. <laughs> I have to keep laughing because the whole thing is that people don't have an idea of what's going on. It seems to me so ridiculous. I wonder sometimes why we're paying for education for people when we come to a point in history that's most dangerous for the human population ever before and people don't use all they learned in school to figure out what's going on. They can't even do that. It's money down the drain we spend on education, really. Most people are they're probably born dumb. They're going to die dumb. No matter Even they have... PhDs, I know PhDs, that, example of that, one time we're going to hire somebody in Germany, had a music school in Germany, uh, and we're hiring people from America, and we had applicants sending letters. One had a PhD in music. I saw his repertoire, what he played. He played some of the most difficult works, and he was planning to move to Germany. Okay, he didn't know Germany, fine, but he actually writes in a letter, uh, yeah, I want to just know about what lifestyle, do they have refrigerators in Germany? Do they have refrigerators in Germany? The refrigerators, I don't know where it's invented. It's probably invented in Germany. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I mean, refrigerators in Germany, the technically one of the most advanced countries in the world, needless to say, we didn't hire this guy. <laughs> That's an example of somebody with a PhD in music, of course, not in technology, not in refrigerators, obviously. But it would question whether they have refrigerators in Germany. That's, that's what I mean. You know, these days, uh, people get so much into their own area that they know their own area and they don't know anything about the world, right? But now we're going to look at, once again, what Bezos is suggesting here. Within, okay, 20, let's say 20 years, before the, before the 2 billion more people, basically we're saying we have to start shipping people out into space. Okay. <laughs> Now, now to get to the, the controversy they mentioned in the article, right? Arguments and controversy. Let me ask you, my friend, let me take a sip of my safflower tea here before I go on. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be good for the arteries, safflower tea. Just in case any of you have, well, I don't, well, I might have hardening of the arteries to a slight extent, they told me. So I drink my safflower, feel fine. They told me that years ago I'm alive and kicking. So now, suppose somebody comes to your door with Amazon on their shoulder pads, right, and says, oh, uh, we have a new plan, you know, uh, uh, we're going to send you and your family into space. You're going to be living on Mars. First thing we're going to say, what? <laughs> oh, that's right, your wife says, we sold that on CNN last year. Didn't we, didn't we see some sort of, uh, yeah, and, and it, you know, we're, we're approaching that 10 billion mark, and so we have to send, you know, some people into, into space here. And you say, well, no, thank you. <laughs> I gave it the office by. But then they knock on the door again. Uh, are they going to say, well, you know, we, we'd like to convince you. Are they, are they really going to try to convince you or try to force you? In other words, what happens if 
Because remember, it's he said millions of people send them into space. Well, what about the extra billions? I guess they're playing this in all, and he said, hey, the solar system can hold tr a trillion people. He didn't say on what planets. I mean, the moon is the closest, right? Well, the moon is, of course, satellite of the Earth, but technically it's really a double planet because both the, the Earth and the moon are revolving around one central point, slightly. The Earth, that point is within the Earth, but I won't get into technicalities here. The, the moon is a lot smaller than the Earth. Uh, what, are they going to ship you to the moon and say, okay, good luck, you'll be in a space suit? Or, oh, no, that's right. First, they would have to build cities, wouldn't they? Then they would have to have the means to ship not 10 people to Mars, as far as I know, not a single person is going to Mars, right? Well, you can debate about whether people really got to the moon. I, I believe they did. Some people say they didn't. I've seen some evidence that could suggest that maybe we never did get the moon, but I won't get into that now. I won't get into that now. I tend to believe, yes, we were in the moon. But how many people were in the moon altogether? It wasn't 100, right? And now we're talking about not thousands, not millions, but billions. Well, first of all, how many billions would fit in the moon? I don't, maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe one billion? Oh, that's right. Do they have a water supply on the moon? Oh, well, no. How, how are these people going to drink? Uh, well, let's go to Mars instead. Some say, well, there's some sign might be frozen water on Mars. Maybe some underground places. Are there huge oceans or, or huge fresh water resource on Mars? I don't think so. So once you send just a million people there, remember a billion is a thousand million. What are they going to drink? Oh, well, I guess there'll be regular space shuttles uh, with water for the billion people living on. Oh, really? Really? So in other words, first of all, we have to build enormous colonies. Think Los Angeles, New York, or think huge cities and even countries on Mars, just so people can live there. Oh, by the way, there's no atmosphere there. You know, we would die very, very, very quickly. So first they have to create atmosphere. This is within 20 years, right? They have to create an atmosphere on Mars. Oh, they are talking about doing such things. Just like Bill Gates wants to do something with the atmosphere so the sun isn't so bright to curb global warming. Well, that's great. So we have, so we have a, a slightly blackened out sun. <laughs> Are these people out of their minds or, or, you know, what's going on here? So first they create an atmosphere on Mars, say. Then they have to create huge cities uh, in a planet where almost certainly there's not enough, even water to keep, let alone crops, right? But they have to somehow solve that problem, have maybe big dome cities where they can, I don't know, somehow get water there or dig up underground huge oceans of fresh water. And in addition, have uh, all kinds of crops planted because you don't want to get there and starve to death right away or die because of cosmic rays, right? You need the atmosphere, etc. cetera. Uh, so first you need that to do that. But then you need, of course, all kinds of spaceships. We're not talking about spaceships to hold, you know, like 10 people, 20 people, or maybe the Starship Enterprise. What could that hold? I don't know, 500, 1,000, pretty many people. No, we're talking about a million. It's a thousand, thousand, right? Just to send a million people, we need a thousand of those spaceships. How much does one of those cost? They don't exist now that I know, right? That's to send a million people. A billion people is a thousand times that. How are we going to do this in 20 years or even in 200 years? But now here's an, another question for you, because maybe you've come to the conclusion yourself. Bezos obviously thinks that after 10 billion, we're in big trouble. We just can't do that. The Earth has to be kept like one big park and you know, people have to be sent to some other planets. In other words, mission impossible. Unless within 20 years, they can, on a number of other planets, because Mars is, that's not that big either, 
and there's no water supply, some of these planets like Neptune are gaseous. How are we going to live there? Or is it going to be Saturn? Can you imagine the cold there? Oh, I'm going to create some kind of atmosphere? What? Okay, so within 20 years, they're going to create artificial atmospheres in these places. They're going to create huge cities. They're going to find somehow water supplies or ship, what, quadrillions of liters of water to each of these places so people have water and also food. And then they're going to make thousands and thousands of tremendously huge spaceships that don't exist yet to be able to send millions of people, I guess millions of people a week or what to these places. And of, of course, what they're going to, suppose the people say no. I mean, would you say, yes, of course, I'll go live on Mars. I sure wouldn't. Imagine this, my friends. Imagine, if you can, imagine a group of these billionaires, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and the like, right? Klaus Schwab, all these people, right? And they're sitting there making plans for humanity. And one of them, one of their number, make that a nameless billionaire. No, make this Jeff Bezos. He mentions exactly this plan. What are the other billionaires going to say? They're going to say, well, Jeff, sounds like you have a pretty good plan to me. We'll better start working because we have a lot of work to do in the next 19 years before that 20-year deadline gets us. We have 10 billion people more. We better start working. Let's see what's first step, create the artificial atmospheres, or do we do the cities and other planets first, or do we create thousands and thousands of tremendously huge spaceships, or do we plan on how to get water there to people? Or what do we do first? Well, we better start moving. Do they say that, or do they burst out laughing at him? I guarantee you there's one, one reaction of two. Either they, they just look at each other and then they all burst out laughing, say, yeah, sure, let's get serious now. Or they look at each other and say, uh, has this Bezos lost his mind? Uh, maybe we better kick him out of this club and, and see to it that he disappears quickly before it reveals our, our true secrets. Can you even imagine they would take this plan seriously? That's why if you took this plan seriously as I read it, uh, I don't know whether... To say you should just listen to more podcasts of mine. No, maybe I should give you a bit of more professional advice. Uh, see a psychologist immediately because there's something wrong with you if you take anything like that seriously. If you, if you were talking about a thousand years in the future, well, that's a different story. But he was saying when we hit you know, 10 billion, we better have some kind of solution. And you know, we can put a trillion people. He doesn't say where they're going to put these trillion people. The article says, well, he, does, he neglects to say where these, you know, in the future, populations tend to increase. Of course, he's assuming that he, he exports billions of people and then they just, you know, are fruitful and multiply in the biblical sense. And so then, but, you know, we can hold up to a billion, up to a trillion in the solar system, so there's no problem. Anybody that could take anything like that seriously has to have mental problems or be extremely stupid. I'm sorry, but, I, you know, seriously. So now, back to our group of of, of billionaires, and let's say Bezos presents this, if he presented that idea to his colleagues, the billionaire colleagues, he'd have to do it as a joke. Maybe he presents it just to see the dumb looks on their face, and he bursts out laughing and says, no, no, guys, I'm not serious, of course. But he says this in public. This is something that he said in a public speech, because we're supposed to believe it. <laughs> you know the little, the little spiel I read off at the beginning of each podcast episode? Uh, we should avoid superficiality and above all unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe. Well, here that can apply. If you naively accept and take it all seriously what this Bezos said, you're a fool, you're crazy. 
period. I, I really don't see any other option there. Because if you're that, you could say, well, no, I'm just very naive, David. Well, if you're naive to that extent, then maybe you're mentally retarded or something. Uh, okay, you're not crazy, retarded people, that is mentally challenged people. They're not fools, really. You know, they're, they're not crazy, but they're mentally challenged. We used to say retarded, and that was not considered an insult. But in any case, uh, I suggest if your IQ is only 70, you're probably not listening to this anyway, <laughs> most likely. Uh, so, you know, what can I say here? But once again, you think this through. There's no way that such a plan could be implemented. But besides that, even if Bezos said that and some polite billionaire didn't say, let's kick him out immediately, let's call the, you know, let's get him committed immediately. They didn't all start laughing. They would say, well, you know, Jeff, I have a plan B to save the earth. And the others, oh, yeah, what is your plan B? He said, well, let's see. What would it cost us to create artificial atmospheres on, say, just the moon and Mars, right? And then to have the water supply there to solve that problem somehow, which might involve transporting quadrillions, quintillions, zillions of liters of water, et cetera, et cetera. And also creating entire cities on these planets, you know, to accommodate the people once they get there and creating thousands, thousands of huge, tremendous spaceships. And then solving the problem of people not wanting to go there, somehow bribing them or convincing them to go to other planets. I have a, I have a, I have a much cheaper solution. What's that? He says, well, let's see. For, to kill a billion people, we need a billion bullets. Well, that costs some money, but even a dollar. Okay, that's a billion dollars and a billion people gone. So we invest six billion dollars and, and there are only, and there are only two billion people left. That's a lot cheaper, isn't it? And so he says, yeah, if we invest $7 billion, okay, we, let's see, a bullet in the back of the head, that should do it, uh, especially when there's soldiers of ours that we pay very well, get a little practice. Yeah, we could do it that way. But then somebody else says, hey, you know, uh, that's not going to work because people are going to notice we're, we're, you know, when we start shooting their family members in the head and other families are going to revolt and they're going to start killing us. And so a third person says, you know, I got a better plan. What? He said, well, you know, there are more than one way to skin a cat. And somebody says, hey, we're not talking about cats here or skinning. We're talking about, you know, getting rid of a lot of humans. I said, yeah, don't be so primitive. I said, say to Bezos, are you absolutely out of your mind? Or was that a joke, sending, you know, billions of people into space? Uh, and they, he says to the second person, well, you're a lot smarter than this guy is, but shooting a billion people with bullets? Sure, it's a, a million times cheaper than his plan or a billion times cheaper. But here's a better plan. Instead of shooting them with bullets, how about if we shoot them with vaccines and they'll pay us for it? Say, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he says. All we have to do, we, we create some kind of virus that really isn't that dangerous because we don't want ours to be killed. We want to be able to control who dies and who doesn't. We see it spread over all the earth. We own the, the media anyway, right? We and our colleagues and, at, at BlackRock and Vanguard well, see who owns CNN. They're owned by AT&T, and they're owned by BlackRock, 51% of the, of, the, of the stockholders, I believe it is. And so, yeah, the media, they'll do what we want. And we get them to create this fear point. Everybody's terrified of some new disease. Call it something. Let's see if we can do this maybe start in 2019. We'll call it something 19. I don't know. They're planning this years ago, right? And then we'll tell people, yeah, we certainly need a vaccine, but it'll be the vaccine they'll kill them. And somebody says, we can't do that. Why not? Yeah, you inject the vaccine and they drop dead. And, the, and, the, and you know, after at least two or three people drop dead, you know, others aren't going to take it. Say, no, no, 
think outside the box. We're not going to give them vaccines, have them drop dead right away. Oh, yeah, sure. Some might, a few thousand, but hundreds of millions are going to get this. Then we just say, well, yeah, there's some problems. A few, people, a few thousand people have died. Uh, let me insert here. By now in America, officially 16,000 people have died of vaccines. In Europe, it's, I think, over 26,000 now. More than all the other vaccines put together, I think, in the last 50 or 60 years. A food for thought, right? But they say even at thousands, people are so dumb. When we give them that about, well, there are hundreds of millions of people vaccinated and only a few thousand. That's really pretty good. But see, what we'll do is this. We'll say they don't need one vaccine. We'll say they need several. Well, what good is that going to do? Well, you see, some of those vaccines will just contain saline solution. What, says another billionaire? But then we're not hurting them at all. No, but first of all, we're making money on those vaccines too. Oh, yeah, that's something to think about. Either because the people pay for it themselves or in other countries, the state pays for it if you have a socialistic medical service, right? So even if we give them salt water in their veins, it's not going to hurt them. And we're getting paid for it, so we're taking in more money, right? Yeah, okay, but how's that going to kill them? Well, don't you see? We say they need, for some of these things, they need three vaccines. And we write down the lot number where each vaccine came from. Did you know, my friends? A little aside here. That for other vaccines, you just go and get your smallpox vaccine, whatever it is. But with the COVID vaccine, each one has a lot number. Lot number this, lot number that. That way they can track what you have really been given. Did you know that? Look it up. But you won't hear that on CNN. You have to go to alternative media. But yes, there is e there's solid evidence of that. So what we do is we have one vaccine and maybe one person gets the real vaccine. Yeah, but still we have a lot of people dropping over dead immediately. No, no, not really. Yes, some people, that will happen, maybe embarrassingly many, but most aren't good. They might have some reactions, but they'll just think that's a sign that it's working. And the main thing is that what these vaccines do, they're not designed really to kill people immediately. They're designed to weaken people's immune system. Huh? Yes, don't you see? It's going to put things in a system where their immune system is somewhat weakened. The second vaccine they get, well, that's just salt water. They don't notice any difference then. But the third one, that's going to weaken them even further. And then we tell them, then we, somebody in that group's going to say, but what happens then after a number of months, more people are going to be getting sick. It's going to be the vaccinated people getting sick. Another aside, in a number of countries, we see the numbers emerging that most of the people in the hospital for COVID have been vaccinated. Interestingly, a couple of weeks ago, they started saying just the opposite, like in Spain. The reports are coming out that like 80, 90% of the people in hospitals for COVID were vaccinated. Now they're saying just the opposite. Why? Because the media is lying. The media is lying. I can tell you that for a fact. The media is lying. The same media that told us, you just get your vaccine and then society can open up. And that didn't happen. And then, oh, but you need, you, you need a, like a, a, a green card or a, a vaccine pass. And then you're good to go. But then even after two or three vaccines, well, no, to get it, you might need the booster to renew your card. Or they lie again and again about so many things. I could make a list of lies as long as my arm and I have long arms. Let me tell you, I'm 6'2", I have long arms. I can make a list as long as my arm of the lies that are being told. But don't you see, for the planners of this, this way, if they don't kill off enough people with two vaccines, they give them another one, they give them a booster, give them a booster, and they can control who's getting which lot of vaccines. Let's put it this way, even if you don't want to believe this, if you did want to kill off a great number of people in the world, can you think of a plan that's more elegant than that? that shows greater genius, evil genius than that? Now, maybe you prefer to believe, 
No, they're not, they wouldn't do such a thing. Look at, look at that good fellow Jeff Bezos. Well, I buy his products on Amazon all the time. I <laughs> sometimes actually do. Good prices and good delivery, etc. If I thought I could ruin him by not buying, you know, once a year something for ten dollars, I would do it. But I'm not gonna. I don't think he's gonna notice whether I bought something or not. I'm not saying you should buy from Amazon because many people don't anymore. And I hope they have an ethical alternative, because Jeff Bezos, who in the first year of COVID enriched himself by another $30 billion, thanks to the fact that everybody was in lockdowns. Maybe that's why people like Bezos like the idea of lockdowns and, and COVID vaccines and all of that, because then more people are at home and they have to buy through Amazon. Could that be why? One would think that with all the money he had, he, he really wouldn't need more, but apparently he does. Well, yeah, apparently he really does, because after all, in like 15, 20 years down the road, there'll be 10 billion people and then we're in big trouble. So we have to send all these folks out into space. Not saying where they're, you know, they're going to send us. Not saying whether it's going to be voluntary or not. <laughs> but how is he going to solve the problem if he leaves it up to the people? Then we're going to have, we're going to need other passes. You're, you're a person who agreed to go to Mars within a month. If you don't get that, you lose your job, etc., etc. <laughs> That's what we're doing with the vaccines, right? People, wake up. Wake up. If you failed this test, I'm disappointed. If you said A, that he's telling us honestly what his plans are, and it seems like a good plan to you, you're, like I say, you're a fool or you're retarded or you're crazy. If you said B, that he's telling us honestly his plan, but you think it might not work out. We're in borderline failure there. You think it might not work out. You heard what I said about what it would take to implement that plan. I mean... Even if we took all the money in circulation in the entire world and all the gold, we still wouldn't have enough to finance a plan like that. That plan is total science fiction. A thousand years down the road, yeah, but he's talking about, yeah, we better do something before it hits 10 billion. He's talking about 20 years down the road. No way in hell that that's going to work out. And there's no way that he seriously thinks that either. So why all of this? Maybe to get more funding for his futuristic plans because he doesn't want to spend all his own money. Maybe that I don't know. Or maybe he wants to convince us that he's really a, a great visionary of the future. No, I say he has a very different plan for us. If you value the earth above everything, if you value the earth above humanity, the point where you're willing to ship most of humanity out into some other further planet, unspecified planet somewhere, uh, well, okay, we'll send a, a you know, hundred billion over here, another billion over there, wherever. If you value the precious earth so much, then believe me, you're willing to kill people to preserve that earth. And that is exactly what they have planned. And that is the plan they've put into action now with this COVID and with the vaccines. And Everything that I've studied on this points to that one conclusion. I won't go into all the details of this. There's so much of this out there if you search for it. People like Dr. Luc Montagnier, who won the Nobel Prize for Virology in 2008. He's no fool. And he said this months ago. This is obviously a genocidal plan. Dr. Zelenko, who cured Trump and Giuliani of COVID with no vaccines, by the way, but with therapeutic drugs. And he's been saying this for months as well. This is a genocidal plan to wipe out a good part of humanity. And we see the way these people think. 
And if Jeff Bezos is serious, that maybe someday we just symbol people, why would he do that if it means spending zillions of dollars when you can do it with a simple vaccine that the people pay you for, the governments pay you for? So then the people are gone too, and you're all the richer, and you don't have to send people out to other planets and do all these. I mean, please, people, wake up to what is really going on. But in any case, I thank you for following me today and for taking this little test. I hope you didn't say A or even B, right? Especially not A. But if so, like I said, don't lose hope if you've been deemed a complete fool <laughs> by taking this test and failing by saying A. Keep listening to my podcast and maybe I'll, I'll be able to pull you out of your foolishness. Though if you're really so far gone that you think Jeff Bezos is being totally honest and that that's a really good plan, gee, at the very least, don't try to become a, a detective or even any kind of police officer or don't try to do any kind of important work whatsoever because you could be a danger to society in your stupidity. Sorry to have to tell you that. But I'm confident. I think most people who would listen to me today did not say A. <laughs> and I really was tilting the scale in your favor. Because when I was presenting this and reading the article, I threw in sarcasm, which would suggest to you, like some nice teachers do, when they're giving instructions for the test, but they give you little hints about certain things, right? They really shouldn't do that, I guess. But hey, what can I say? I'm a nice guy. So I gave those little hints that, you know, <laughs> this isn't what it seems to be. And I hope I gave you enough hints so that you did not say A or even B. Because Jeff Bezos is not telling us the truth. And Bill Gates, you hear Bill Gates recently? He said, well, it looks like vaccines aren't working as we planned. Oh, yeah, Bill, after the first vaccine of, of, of Pfizer and then the second and third and then boosters. Oh, and they're not working as well. But the solution is going to be another type of vaccine. Also, we can make more tens of billions of dollars. And, uh, and we're supposed to believe that that's not going to hurt us. So that's not going to hurt us. Uh, I'll end with a little thing. Well, I'll describe it in words, something I, had to, I just had to post on Facebook. And they didn't totally censor me for that. Just put up the COVID warning there. But something I thought rather humorous. Uh, it has uh, pictures of little like I don't know, Lego people, I guess you'd say, like squared people, round head, no face. A lot of gray ones lying flat on the ground. Apparently they're all dead. And one is standing up. He's red, right? He's saying, I'm sorry. He's the only one alive. And then there's a text. And the text says, I'm translating from Spanish, so my English won't be perfect here, maybe. It says, this is Bob, the little guy standing up. All the others are dead around him. Bob is not vaccinated, and apparently he has superpowers that allow him to infect and kill people who are vaccinated while he stays alive. Bob is an egoist, and Bob says, I'm sorry. But that about sums it up. That, that about sums it up what we're seeing today. Uh, another meme that I saw has a very famous actor. He's a comedy actor from the 70s. I don't remember his name, though. But it says, also, I'm translating from Spanish. If your vaccine doesn't protect you, the vaccine that you got, then how is the vaccine that I get going to protect you? That's a good question, isn't it? But apparently there's some people saying, oh, the unvaccinated, they're the real danger. And they're the danger to us. These people can't, uh, can they think at all? Really, can they think at all? You get the smallpox vaccine and you're good to go. If somebody else has smallpox, well, that's the purpose of vaccine. You can walk among those with smallpox. You're not going to get it because you have the vaccine. But they're supposed to believe you get vaccine one, vaccine two, vaccine three, booster shots. Oh, but you can still catch it. And it's 
And it's not the fault of the vaccine that's weakening your immune system, which is really the case. No, it's because there's some people around that aren't vaccinated. Yeah, so, so they're, the, they're the ones giving it to us. So even though I would be vaccinated, I'm still in I mean, how can anybody be so stupid as to believe this narrative? And yet it seems like half the population does believe it or more. Let me tell you, people, I'm so disappointed with humanity. I was never the type, I was never the starry-eyed, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed believer. Oh, human beings are all so good and they're so wise. I never thought that. I always loved humanity, but I always saw, especially when concerning the masses that just believe what they hear on TV, we're talking about, you know, large-scale stupidity here. And I saw that as a child. But now what I'm seeing shocks even me. Sorry to put this in such strong terms, but hey, we're living in a time of modern day genocide. And I guarantee you, this is what we're seeing now. I never say 100%, but I would say with what I know of this, with over 99% certainty, this was from the beginning a genocidal plan because people like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, knowing how precious the earth is, and how we're reaching the point of no return where the earth is just going to go downhill because of too many people. We have to get rid of people. And believe me, their plan is not to send billions of us onto another planet for the reasons I already described. That's not the plan. The plan is a billion times more simple. It's to kill us. That's what is begun today. And that's why we're hearing reports of more and more people getting sick, just wait till fall goes on, and then winter when the flu season returns, how many people are really dying of the flu? Oh, they're going to call it COVID, but it's going to be the flu. It's going to be the common cold. It's going to be more people with cancer because what these vaccines are doing is weakening people's immune systems. I saw a, a, a video with a doctor yesterday. <coughs> he did something that practically nobody's doing, which everybody should do. He had a patient who's trying to get the vaccine. He said, okay, do you mind if I take a blood test before you get the vaccine? And the guy said, okay, fine. Then he got the first vaccine. Do you mind if you take a blood test? No, he took a blood test. And after the second vaccine, guess what he discovered, this doctor? Before the guy got the vaccine, all his blood values were very healthy. Now, this guy had had diabetes, but he conquered it through good diet. He, he lost a lot of weight. He was really in good shape. And before he got the vaccine, his blood values were really good. As a first vaccine, those values looked like his immune system was weakened. After the second vaccine, they were in, it was like warning, warning, danger, danger, Will Robinson territory. For those of you who watched the 60 shows, lost that show Lost in Space. In other words, he said, this person has autoimmune disorder already after two vaccines. Why aren't doctors doing that test? If you, if you are so pig-headed and blind that you insist on getting a vaccine, please get a blood test first and get one a month or two after the vaccine. And if you get a second vaccine, do the same thing. Because even if vaccines end up killing you, at least that doctor will say, hey, look what's going on here. And certain doctors like Michael Yeadon have been, have been saying this for months, for months, almost from the beginning of the year. Luc Montagnier said, vaccines should never be given in the middle of a pandemic because it's going to create variants. And look what they're saying. Oh, we have this variant. This, it's, all these things are coming true. But in addition to that, that's, these vaccines are not protecting people and they weren't designed to protect people. They were designed from the beginning to weaken your immune system. And that doesn't mean you're gonna die right away. People have gotten one or two vaccines. Imagine your immune system right now is 50% weaker. That doesn't mean you're gonna get a sickness now. It will mean that you could be much more 
liable to get a sickness if you're exposed to it. And that's only a question of time until you are. Some of you might only have had the saline solution. And yes, there's evidence for that. I won't go into, it will be too long, I won't go into, but there's concrete evidence that some people are getting saline solution. That alone is a crime. When they sell you a vaccine and they're giving you just salt water, that alone is a crime, right? Although I'd be happy to get the salt water if I were forced to get a vaccine. I just want salt, I just want saline solution. I don't want any of the real stuff in there. I won't get into what's actually in these vaccines, but there's evidence for what's in them as well. Everything I've said today, there's evidence for it, but to talk about it would take hours, so I'm not going to do that. And I've done that in part in other talks, and there are people much more qualified than I, namely famous doctors talking about this. Look up Peter McCullough, look up Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, look up Luc Montagnier, look up Michael Yeadon, look up Sherry Tenpenny, uh, look up Vernon Coleman, the list goes on and on. And there are more and more people pointing out what's actually going on here. This is a genocidal plan to wipe out most of humanity. And if Jeff Bezos' speech a few days ago that I quoted to you, these excerpts, if they tell us one thing, it confirms my suspicions because he's obviously saying we have to get rid of a lot of people here. And if you want to believe that hogwash, that the plan is going to be to send us all into some Earth-like paradise that we're going to build in Mars within the next 20 years. If you believe that, you're a real fool, is all I can say. Sheep, wake up. If any sheep are listening, and I hope they aren't, and those of you that listen to me maybe regularly and know what's going on, share this with others and get into the discussions with others, even arguments. Don't let it get violent. But tell them what is going on so they can't say later they had no idea. If I sounded a bit martial today, a bit aggressive, sorry. But, you know, some people get, oh, there's some of those loudspeakers outside, I don't know what they're saying. They're speaking in Japanese, so I don't know, maybe it's saying the world's going to end in 10 minutes and I'm not going to understand them. What can you do? Sorry if you can hear that voice in the background. Oh, now they play a little tune. Can you hear that? What are they saying? I think it's, well, I don't know what they're saying. Sometimes trucks come down the street and they say, well, pick up your electrical appliances for free and da, da, da. I wish I understood them then. I think it's one of those, but I don't, I don't know. And they play a little music as well. Why they give them licenses to be able to do that, I really don't know. But that is life in Japan. Let me put this on pause for a second till they pass. Okay, my friends, the noisy truck has passed. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what happened. They were picking up old things, old micro. We had an old microwave and an old vacuum cleaner. I thought maybe pick it up for free. They wanted money for it. They wanted thirty-five dollars, but I managed to talk them down to to four dollars, <laughs> and then they took all the old stuff away. Uh, so I'm I'm pleased about that. Sometimes the city comes and picks up the stuff here for free, but you never know when it is, when it's gonna be. So I thought, what, what the devil? The guy seemed nice, so let him earn his $4. Well, 500 yen it was. That's just another little aside here at the very end of a rather passionate talk. I know it doesn't suit the subject whatsoever, but that's what you get when you don't work in a professional studio, but you're making these recordings at home. So I'll end here just by saying I hope you got the message. I think I made it clear enough about the type of person Jeff Bezos is, and I hope you are clued in on, on what 
his and their plans are for humanity because they're not good. And once again, look to alternative news sources, look to some of the doctors I mentioned. By the way, at the end of this, uh, of the description for this episode, there will be a link, free download of a PDF with many links about the current COVID and vaccine situation. Download that. I think now there are about 200 links in there. You can see talks by very serious scientists and doctors that are warning humanity about what's really going on. Is it a conspiracy theory? Yes, it is. But there are conspiracies in, in history and in life and in modern day times. And this is uh, looking more and more like conspiracy fact and not just a theory. So take it seriously, because this is not a situation like, uh, did we go to the moon really? Yes, or was it all staged? It really doesn't matter what opinion you have on that. Uh, I tend to believe, yes, we did, but I'm open for counter arguments. I'd like to study the evidence, but it doesn't matter what conclusion you come to. Your life's going to go on the same, right? But in this situation, if you're on the wrong side, if you support those who want even forced vaccines, and yes, more, more, as many vaccines as necessary, you could be unwittingly participating in a 21st century genocide and the greatest in history. You think about that. You can't afford to be wrong here. And you can say to me, I can't afford to be wrong either because maybe vaccines really save many lives. Well, I think I've studied this issue most likely a lot more than you have. And so I feel firm in my conclusions, but hey, why not have open debates about this? But how often do you see that on CNN or on ABC? You never see that. You never see serious people coming out saying what's going on. Although I did hear that Tucker Carlson had Bobby Kennedy Jr. on there. I, I didn't see that yet, but he was saying some pretty strong stuff. Believe him because he's right. This is the most dangerous time of our lives. And you can't afford to get it wrong here. So please take this issue very seriously. Look at some of the, the links in the free PDF. If you have counter arguments, fine, write to these people. Encourage open debate. But it's only the one side that's encouraging open debate. And they're the people who are warning us against these vaccines. The ones that are talking in favor are just the opposite. They're suppressing debate because they know what they're doing. And Jeff Bezos knows what he's doing and what he's planning as part of this cabal, that's what I'll call it, because that's what it is. And believe me, Jeff Bezos's plan is not to send us all into some paradise on some other planet. And if you believe that, <laughs> wake up. With that, I'll say goodbye for today. Thank you very much for following me on this episode and maybe even in others on this the path of Socrates. Mm -hmm.